time. I'm serious. We're only recording this one last time. Okay. And welcome to the holding space. I am your host, Maddie Mariposa, and today is the season two finale. I hear you, someone out there, a listener in the distance said, finally, and I understand it's been pushed back a little bit, but we are finally here today and in person. We wanted to make sure that it could be the best finale it possibly can be. Who's we, you might ask? Well, I'm joined today with my lovely co-host... Hi, y'all. This is Magdalene Perdomo Santos. And not one, but two special guests in honor of season two. Marta Encarnacion from the spiritual space. And Kelly Javier from the masculinity space. And if you are just joining us, you don't know this, so let me let you know. All season, we've been talking about giving things second chances, and I think it's a beautiful full circle, full circle moment to talk about giving home a second chance both physical and conceptual um and that is the end of my host spiel so let's jump right into conversation um i know all of you that's true (laughs) i know you too yeah no but i know you in a way that the listeners might not and i think what joins us together thematically is this sense of 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 uh redefining or relocating or starting over or re just adjusting our concept with home whether that be physical whether that be very physical like moving to a different state so let's zoom out a little bit and just generally talk about what we think home is (laughs) well i think that originally i thought of home as like a specific place like a building a house you know a home I think home now is more defined by like the people who are consistently around to me. Home is made up more of like people in the community versus like where I'm located. Yeah. And I think that that's like maintaining a stable home life is easier that way than to like think of a household, you know, interpersonal relationships are more home to me now. Yeah. Do you think that that makes it difficult then to be in a new city where you don't know as many people or does is it easier to start over to like build that for yourself i think just like the um energy that this city specifically has is a little harder to navigate in terms of like trying to create an a new home or like a new community because it's just like really overwhelming to have like so many people around all at once um so many new people all at once but i think um i don't know like I'd probably say it's a little it's a little easier because it's more liberating because nobody knows who you are. Speaking of starting over, I feel like you might resonate with that, Kelly. So can you tell me what you think home is to you? Home is to me where I could obviously be fully myself, uh, not worry about anybody perceiving me in any type of way. Mm. Um, and somewhere I could just uh, feel my feelings alone. Mm. And what about you, May? I want to hear from you, my amazing co-host i think we we've talked about this before i'm i love the idea of hosting um and it's not something that i ever really get to practice at all because i lived at home for such a long time um and i bring that up because i feel like hosting goes hand in hand with what my idea of home is which is just to like be with your loved ones like just warm and snuggly and enjoying food and laughter 
that's home to me that's so beautiful i think for me personally it's a mixture of a lot of these answers but i think it I mean, maybe this is sad or maybe this is just real, but it comes down to safety. I think I've been in places so many times where I'm so unsafe and like, I think I need the one place that I know will be safe is like home or at least even a portion of this place that I take up. Um, So that's me. Uh, But let's get back to y'all because I feel like the audience has so much to learn. Um, we talked a little bit about how you moved from Florida to New York and how that was a chance to start over. Um, do you still consider like the place where your, your family is back in Florida home? Do you consider both of these spaces home or is it like that's home and this is where I live? I think New York feels more home to me now than Florida. Florida is like where I lived, you know, now I'm, I'm home. I've, you know, made it a point to create home in the space that I'm in. And, and what was that? Like, what do you think that that was like a transition that was gradual or was there a moment where you're like, yeah, that's my home and not just like where I live. I don't really feel like I'm a gradual person. I think it's I'm, really I'm so very terrible. intense. It's like, <laughs> all right, this is home now. <laughs> like, and I'm going to make it so, um, so I remember like when I first got to New York and it wasn't necessarily like the prettiest space in the world, but it had potential, you know, I think um, it had potential and um, it definitely took a lot of being intentional with the time and making sure that I decorated the place in a way that made me feel like home, not in the sense of like home back at my parents' house in Florida or like home in Orlando or home anywhere else. Um but home in the sense of like things that make me feel safe things that make me feel like me Mm. so yeah i'm gonna throw it over to may actually um now that we are sort of on the topic of childhood homes and you already brought up the the whole like dynamic between when you used to live at home versus now um do you ever feel like going to visit your parents is going home or do you feel like it's like going to visit them in their home I used to live here, but, like, this is no longer a space that I identify with. It certainly feels like going back to visit them in their home. And I think I remember after moving, coming back, like, maybe to get something or literally just to say, like, hi to them. And I was like, first of all, my sister rearranged the whole room. There was nobody in there for me. <laughs> so it felt like the Twilight Zone. I was like, uh, How's your sister? Is- I feel like it's unfair if I just <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> She's busy. Yeah, she's she is. booked and busy. She really is busy. She be dancing. She's dancing. Um, as always. But yeah, she like rearranges the room and and besides her rearranging the room, like you know, my mom seasonally changes the decor, so everything just felt different altogether. And I was like, this is not my this is not my house. Like it it felt like I knew I could comfortably <laughs> funny enough, like I reverted to old habits where I would just like go into the cabinets and check for food. But besides that, like it just didn't feel like a like my like a space that I not that I didn't belong in it, but like it just didn't feel like my my home. And and that's not a bad thing, but it was definitely weird and like there was cognitive dissonance there. But um yeah, I think I think yeah, I think my childhood home doesn't really feel like a childhood home. And I think part of that is because family stuff and and i think when i think of my childhood home i really think of like the first home i lived in too so there's that yeah yeah i 
I mean, yeah, I didn't grow up. So we're currently recording in our studio space, but also in my apartment. And I <laughs> and I didn't grow up here. I mean, I did. I grew up in like a teenage sense here, yeah. but I didn't grow up, grow up here. So my childhood apartment is like way you know, we moved out a long time ago. Fun and fact, Maddie and I lived in, like, generally the we same did. neighborhood growing up. And we, we never knew it. each other. Um, that's so funny. I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, no, so that childhood home was, and I'll, I'll say it bluntly, like, that childhood home was bad for me. And I, I was very much, like, in my childhood home all the time mentally. Like, I never left. And it took, a, I don't think I left until recently really i don't think i really left that place completely um and that's so sad but like i just say that to say this is kind of like where i started off at um and i we will go on a journey of where we are now but before we do kelly what do you think is the like fundamental difference between what you consider home now versus like when you used to live uh at home or a child at home or anything that speaks to you Uh, when i used to live with my parents I never had space for myself until like the end. Um, I got like a room, and even then, um, that the room was that that small room was the uh, the only place I could just be myself and just relax. Because every time I left the uh, room, I had to perform for like my mom. She mm-hmm. was very like very like strict with stuff, and like now that I live somewhere else, it feels like home because I could be myself, but living with my parents I never felt like I could be myself with my parents so I didn't feel like home um so when I used to have that um room that's how I felt that's how I get to how I got to be um it was like a preview to where you are now yeah right so that that small room when I finally had it um I was like wow like it, it feels really good I think that's why like I wanted to start with talking about like what we think of home um, at now and then kind of get right into where we came from because I think it's important and I think it also informs sort of how we maneuver or um, interact with the concept of home now. Um, and it's really hard, I think, when you don't... I mean, just for me personally, like coming from a place where I didn't really identify with home, it was really hard for me to figure out what home was beyond just sort of like an address um so all of that to be said we will get more into it after this ad break because there's something very special coming up later in the show that i want us to have time for so let's just get right into it back and I I guess I kind of want to start off immediately with like are we all in a space individually where we feel like our residence is in fact home just to just to solidify rapid fire oh yeah for sure yes (laughs) oh my god um and yeah I think so too I mean my my story is a little complicated for those of you who don't know and I didn't say it earlier I moved in March from New York to LA and then I moved in the beginning of October from LA back to New York and then I'm probably going to move again to LA or etc etc y'all won't know I will move in silence my point is um 
I don't move a lot, but I do move around the world a lot as of late. As of the last like year or so, I think I've decided like I want if I want to go somewhere, whether that be to live or to visit, I will. And then I do it. Um, actually, I'll direct this question to you. Mm-hmm. When you are away from your residence, how do you feel grounded? Like, do you, because like we talked about people, we talked about residences, but when you're in a place where you may not know people, how do you feel grounded without home? Well, I think you can find home within yourself, you know? <laughs> you were expecting that answer from me? You find home within yourself. It's like, uh, it's more of an identity thing than anything else. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm away at least twice a month um, for like a week at a time. So I think I always also bring things with me that are like, Mm. fundamental to me in my home like i'll bring a sketch my sketchbook with me which is like a major part of my identity and a major part of like the the things that i do in the space that i'm currently uh taking up so yeah yeah i'm a firm believer that wherever you are there you are and i i love that and it has really helped and i think it wasn't until moving around so much that i realized that like home needs to be internal at some point because unless you buy a house and really feel like you're never going to move and you'll never like, but then even then like natural disasters happen. Like you never know if the place that you are taking up space in will be your home forever. And so it's more of a matter of like, can I take this feeling of home with me wherever I go? And I think that's really important. Yeah. I'm a photographer. So I bring my camera and that's all I need to feel uh, home creatively. Mm. Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned that there is this concept of a second home, I'm sure you've, We've all heard people say, like, oh, it's like a second home. What do we think about this concept? Like, is there any place right now besides where you live that feels like home? Um, I believe that Miami is my second home. And before you drag me, <laughs> before you drag me, I was, I, was born in, I was born in Miami. So in all technicalities, like, Miami was where I was raised. So it was, like, my first home. Mm-hmm. I think now that, like, I live independently um, here in New York, this is my first home. And then... Um, being back in Florida, that's um, a second home, but second home only after moving here and deciding to give like home in Florida an open and fair chance at like embracing it and being like, all right, this is where I'm, this is where I'm from, um, mm-hmm. and being intentional about like seeing the area getting to know the area like getting to know the people there versus like when i you know was there the first time aka like when i was born and growing up and things like that i was very determined to like not make florida home you know mm-hmm. i'm like i don't belong here but you know being here and being like all right i love this space here and this is where i want to be and then that's where I'm from and um, being able to recognize that that's like what made me who I am. Does anyone else here feel like the place that they're from has drastically changed them so much that it'll always be second home? Or do you think if you leave one day, you won't even think about this place twice? If it's New York, no, yeah. I, I feel like I'll always try to, I can't, I can't, I will probably go back to New York. I'm so used to the, the loudness, you know, the gunshots. The Bronx. <laughs> Citizen app. No, that's funny. It's funny that you bring that up because uh, I'm an okay. I'm a New York girl, duh. But and I think there was a period in time where like New York, like the city, was my home, 
And now as I get older and I'm not that old, but (laughs) as I, as I age and as we see the state of the world and just also the state of the city, it's, this is, we're not trying to knock New York here, but like things are pretty rough. Things are pretty rough and they're getting rougher. And so I've gotten to a place where I'm like, hmm, maybe I can say goodbye to New York and find another home elsewhere. I feel like we're straying from the question, but this is just where the spirit is leading me. Um, but then I also talked about this with my sister the other day and I was like, but dang, like no other place has bodegas. You know what I mean? Like I can't walk down the street to the store. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but. I think it's easier to move around if you're not from New York. And, and that's so maybe true, a hot honestly. take, but I think, uh, or outside of major cities, like I think, no, I'm going to stay up to what I said. New York. Because New York is so specific. I've been to other major cities. And I can be like, oh, this city reminds me of this city. But when I'm in New York, I'm like, now when am I going to see a rat riding a moped? Like, come on. Wait, wait. I've seen a squirrel eating a pizza slice. Like, holding it in its hands. No place like home, for real. <laughs> no, but New York is so specific. And I think it in aesthetic and also in just, like, culture, it is so, so specific that I think it's hard to, like, knowing that you're leaving is like knowing that you're giving up a lot of things that you take for granted but yeah you can you can say that about a lot of places but also a lot of places in america are pretty much all the same unfortunately <laughs> um a lot of strip malls a lot of um open road and not a lot else no it's true <laughs> but um when outside of home like when was the last time that you all felt like received in a space think about that for a moment and i will go into my own tangent um i think the last time i felt received into a space that wasn't like my residence was actually um i got to visit some friends um that were doing a rehearsal for a production uh, a theatrical production and it was just so i didn't really know what to expect walking to a, a, a an active rehearsal i try to like be respectful sit in the back not really cause too much attention but once um, there was like an announcement that I, that we, May was there too, but specifically talking about this idea of like entering a space and feeling welcome. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I really enter spaces. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, better hold some space right now. I don't think I ever enter spaces with the, in, with the perception that I will be received. And so when I am, it's really scary because it's like, it's beautiful and it's warm and it's don't get me wrong I, i'm just saying like i think that really highlighted that i feel that way um because i was like oh i guess i do always enter a room ready to defend myself um so having a time where i felt fully received was was really special and yeah but were there any times like that that any of you can think of <clears throat> recently i was invited to this bnh event oh yeah so if you don't know So if you don't know, if you don't know, then you don't know. <laughs> no, no, but if you don't know, Kelly is um, a major influencer. We are so lucky to have um, booked you. Your your rate was very high, but we, we worked it out. Um, but yes, B&H, sorry, just a really small detail. So, <laughs> yeah, I recently was invited to a B&H event, and um, I always feel out, uh, out of place. In those places, because I feel like uh, I don't belong. 
But when I when I got there, I, I felt really um, received because there was other photographers there, and they they like recognized me, and they liked um you know what I post and what I create and stuff like that. So even the people working there were like, oh, like I've seen your stuff online and blah blah, and I'm like, oh, I feel like welcomed. Mm. So that was that was very uh, interesting because I always feel like when I walk into stuff like that, big stuff like that, I feel like I'm not supposed to be there, especially when I got invited to. The Apple event, but that's another. Um, <laughs> if the name dropping for me. No, but I, I another event. Autograph anyone? No, but I, I get it because it's like, I think what these two stories sort of have in common is um, one, this perception of, of not, or of like, or this like readiness to not be welcomed. But two, I think being warm and, and welcomed and, and acknowledged in a way, like sort of. Because it, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like the, there were people there that were really validifying, like, the work that you do and the art that you create and you put out into the world. And especially online, you it's not like theater. Like, it's not instant. Like, you don't really know how it's going to be received until the TikTok comments call you, uh, you know, yeah. Walmart Drake. Yeah, exactly. And just to uh, clarify, Apple made me feel very welcomed. <laughs> and I love them to death. You know. No, I love Apple, and I am so excited for the new iOS. <laughs> this is not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored at all. Um, but I feel like you have a story. I, I feel it in my spirit. You feel it in your spirit, love. Uh, just showing on the vowels here. Uh, <laughs> um, in terms of the last time I was in a space that I felt received, I don't remember too specifically like the last time but i remember the first time i felt welcomed in a space that was not like with my direct family it was like a family that i had grown up with in the church um and i got along really well with one of their daughters um and i was there like every day <laughs> like i was in their home every day um it felt like i was able to be myself and i think that that was a key part of like being home i'm like all right this is this is what i believe that home should be home should be somewhere where you are well received um people are excited to see you and you're excited to be yourself in that space and in that area i remember um i would come home from school and i would go to the grocery store and i would like go buy plantains and stuff just just raw just like raw plantains and i'd bring them to her in her home and she would cook them for us uh, and we'd have a sleepover they bought a twin bed, even though like their daughter had an, had her own room because I was over all the time and stuff. And so I think that was like the first time that I was ever like, this is what I want home to be. I want mm. home to be somewhere warm and inviting and like a place that I can have people over and people feel comfortable with being themselves, like residents included. Wow, that is so special. Thank you for sharing that with us. It's really sweet to think about the way that we have been, like have had other people make space for us, but also like, there's probably a way that we make space for people in our homes. Uh, what is what do you think is like the best thing that someone can do either for you or that you feel really good about doing uh, when you are welcoming people into a home or entering someone else's home, depending on which one you're answering? I love cooking for people. Mm. That's I'm like I like making baked goods and hosting people and having movie nights and having things in preparation for other people even though i i have roommates and things like that but um mm. we don't interact like too too often so i always think it's really funny 
that I will go and I will buy things knowing that other people are going to be in the space that I'm in. I'm like, oh, just in case, like, yeah. this person decides to come over, blah, blah, blah. Like, I buy things specifically for people who are in my life. And I think that that's a way that I hold space in my home. Even though, like, you might not see it because if you yeah. don't get to this space, then you wouldn't know that it's there. But, like, if you don't make it up those is- flights of stairs, <laughs> the five flights of stairs in the walk up building, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I have strong legs now. <laughs> but- <laughs> no, I think that's really important, though. Like, creating, cre- like, okay, for example, I wasn't even going to say this, but your answer reminded me how, like, there are, um, there are spaces where I have belongings of mine in, like, a shirt that I'll be like, oh, if I sleep over here, like, I can grab that and like I would love first of all I would love to offer that to anyone here but also I love doing that for other people as well like um Imani keeps stuff here who just who might or may not we may or may not hear from later um we (laughs) spoiler alert no um but yeah uh I keep you know clothes for her here or like even something as simple as, like, if you invite someone over, right? Like, let's say I have you stay over and you're like, oh, but I don't really have, like, you know, underwear or pajamas or whatever. I'll be like, okay, I'll just make a Target order and then we'll be fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, going the extra mile and and really being accommodating, I think, is something that goes a really long way. Um, And to... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to transition from... You also said something about hosting, which I think anyone who knows me personally knows that I love hosting events. I go too far. I spend too much money. That's a whole thing. But another person who loves hosting and has mentioned it earlier is May. So I feel like you have a lot of thoughts about how to make people feel welcome. This is a little bit of a hot take, I think, because I think people generally don't are not, are not fans of this. I love it when people just go into the refrigerator or open the cupboards and just get their own things. I feel like that is like obviously within reason, but also I feel like I trust the people who are in my space. I trust enough to not fuck around. You know what I mean? cook a Christmas ham immediately. (laughs) Please cook the ham. No, I'm just saying that like, yeah, I think there's nothing like, I'm like, don't ask me where the cups are. Go find them. You know what I mean? Like, I just want you to feel like this is your space. Like, that's what it is. Like, I just want it to feel like your space. Um, and I think my sister does that, but like, that's my sister. So the, and so I feel like that is the most, she does that here. She walked in and looked in the fridge. I said, hello. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I told her to go in the fridge, but she, the way she did it, she was just like, let's see what we got. I was like, uh, oh, exactly that. Yeah. And I feel like, and then obviously if you can't find what you're looking for, then, you know, obviously I'll provide. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like people should be comfortable enough to do that in my space. Um, yeah. Comfort is a huge thing. And I think. As we wrap up talking about how we welcome people into our home, let's welcome someone into our homing space. Okay, well, I tried. My point was, let's welcome someone into the holding space today uh, with a call-in. And we have a call from, if you've listened to the show before, in season one, you might remember this voice. This is my good sis, Imani. Hello, hello, Imani. You are on the holding space. all right imani what's your question i recently moved um to queens after saying you know for years that i was never going to do that anyway (laughs) my question is what can you do or what have you guys done to make your new home feel like home plants baby 
so definitely decorating the space um helped start um the process for making the space that i was in feel like home but cleanliness was such a huge part of making the space feel like me like removing particles of the other residents who have lived in my uh, apartment before was like fundamental down to like painting the walls um making sure that it smells nice you know like it smells like home yeah yeah um i feel like decorating with the stuff that um you like the most i never had that uh a chance to do that in my parents house so yeah decorating for sure I recently finally acquired a desk and it's something that I didn't realize like I had always kept saying it and thinking about like I want a desk I want a desk even in my old residence like living with my family I was like I really wish I could fit a desk in this room um yeah and I finally gave myself that gift this year I got myself a desk and that was really important to me because I am a writer and you know like I also just need a like a, an altar space so it's like multifunctional for me to just have like this one spot that is like even within my home there's like this one sacred little spot that is mine um where i can just come to and like be with myself yeah i think those are all really beautiful answers and i think it does come down to like making the space look like it. making the space reflect what you want it to feel like and versus like what is already there because i think sometimes we get hung up on like the limitations of our spaces and not necessarily like how we can elevate it or change it and make it work i i do believe most spaces not all spaces but most spaces can be configured in a way that feels comfortable to the person inhabiting it um and i've seen your space and i know personally that we have started that work and i think just give yourself more time to really land i think and I gave this advice to Ellie when she first moved to New York. I feel like a lot of times when people first move, the, it's so daunting because the space can feel so empty and that can be depressing or like disappointing. But I think with time, things will come together. So I think allow yourself to like settle in and, and be intentional. Because I think when we rush, we also are more prone to like making decisions that don't actually reflect us. But you know, or just buy some LED lights. I don't know. <laughs> Might I also say that don't treat the space that you're in as like a as like a transitional space. Even if it even if it is a transitional space, don't treat it as such. Um, and that'll help you to like want to be in the space that you're in and create home for yourself. Mm. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. I think we said it all. Thank you so much, Imani, for calling in and uh yeah thank you all so very much i i appreciate it thank you um thanks holding space bye, bye. wow and i think with that amazing brilliant life shattering advice um which everyone should take because we're geniuses who will probably be on 30 under 30 um in this this ending of the year check it out at the end of this year you heard it here first i never make things up on this podcast everything i ever, I ever say is completely factual no um we are going to wrap up it's true. <laughs> in a bit uh but i do want to say before we leave um we've covered so much we talked about childhood homes and we talked about sort of that relationship we have to uh those spaces and the families that we might have left uh to go other places we've talked about 
how we feel at home, how we make others feel at home, and we talked about second homes. But along the lines of second chances, I guess my last question is, if there was something that you personally wanted to work on when it comes to the topic of homes, for me personally, and as an example, I think I just want to remember that home as permanent as that word feels is always temporary no matter what your intention is because life is so unpredictable and anything could happen and yes we want to make spaces feel permanent but we also can't map out where our life is going to go and eventually something might happen that is out of our control that will make you move or make you downsize or change the space you live in. A hurricane can hit your house. Like you never know. And obviously not here, but I mean like that happened to a lot of people in Florida and a lot of people in Puerto Rico. And I know that's depressing, but my point is for me, if you take anything away from this that we haven't already covered, I want to say that if home doesn't like resonate with you because the place that you inhabit may not feel like home I think it's it's good to remember that belonging like not belonging is temporary and that eventually belonging will come and thus you may feel at home one day that's so lovely thank you I believe that's a beautiful closing thought I think I, I really think we have said it all um Thank you so much, May. Oh my God, we're ending the season. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, it's been a long journey. We started the season in January, um, and this show has been going on for two years now. Um, it's the second season, and I think I want to close off since we all, everyone here, has made this show so special um, and this season so just like one that I think I really will cherish. Um, I think I want to end off in, while we look forward uh, beyond the end of this, what is one thing you wish to give yourself or someone else a second chance to do, experience, be, et cetera, et cetera. And again, as always, I will go first to buy everyone time to think. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give life a second chance and i know that sounds so vague but uh i don't think i shared this on the podcast but back in july there was an instance where i could have died and uh it's fine i'm alive it was definitely an accident and it's totally fine um but i would be lying if i said that ever since then i haven't sort of felt really disconnected from life and that doesn't mean i haven't had joy or shared love i it just it just means that like my own personal connection to life has been weird. And I guess my point is I want to allow myself to actually have this new beginning that I currently have and not make it feel like it's some continuation to an old narrative. Same people, same love, same me, but now sort of like, all-encompassing and and moving forward with a new beginning uh i want to give a joy i think a second chance i feel like i um i lost that uh 
a while ago and um i've been trying to like really like the small things that bring me joy so like being here with maddie they said in a that's, whispered voice no, that's not it. no i think no, i'm pretty sure that's I, I just I heard like Maddie again, is so amazing again, and that's I love not working it. with you here. Again. That's okay. <laughs> well next person. <laughs> I wanna give people a second chance. Petty Nation. But save more, save more. Um, okay, I think we gotta bring back the panini in here. She was a oh. <laughs> She was a theme. Like my little ex. <laughs> Please, she she's been a topic we brought up on this cast. Um, yeah, I think because of shutdowns, it, it was really easy for me to separate from people who just it just wasn't working. Um, and I think those people have their place, but I think that doesn't mean that I should continue to be so cautious when approaching new people. So that's what I mean. I think I should, uh, I should, um, you know, open myself ag- up again, open up my heart, perhaps a little bit. Just that—that's a beautiful realization that you're having just in time for the Christmas season, so that I can continuously be like, and her heart grew three sizes that day. And speaking of someone whose heart is fully always growing and on their sleeve, you will have the last word. What is you want to get? What do you want to give a second chance? I think I want to give rediscovering spaces a second chance. I think I've been trying to look for home for so long or like the idea of getting back to home for so long that it's kept me stuck. You know, I'm like, you can go home, but the people won't be there anymore. So um, looking, looking for, um, not looking for, but giving the opportunity to, like May said, find find a new home um a within myself and b with other people that's so true because you can't like you can go back but you're never going to go back like i can go to where the vista way apartment complexes are but that doesn't mean that i'm on my cp again (laughs) precisely no but um this season has been such a journey it has been so many bumps it has had technical difficulties it has amazing amazing guests and conversations and memories and places in our all all of our lives that i think we have Probably, I'm sure if I look back at some of these episodes, I have way past evolved from those points. But this show is all about being where we are at. And this is where we're at right now. Saying goodbye to season two. Thank you so much to my amazing, 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 amazing producer and co-host, Maylene Perdomo Santos. She is uh, the glue that keeps everything together and uh, stops me from quitting the show every month. Uh, (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's true. Um, and I also want to thank my honored guests, Kelly and Martha, for being here today and in your previous episodes. And I just want to thank everyone for listening. Um, a podcast is so special because I think it gives us a chance to talk about things openly that we might not. And part of that is people listening in. So if you've ever listened to this podcast or been a part of it in previous seasons previous episodes i appreciate you all so much and i would love to have most of you back on and for the last time for season two farewell and thank you so much for joining us in the holding space Bye. that outro is gonna be chopped and screwed honey
Oh, bye!